Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. With Indonesia's digital economy projected to quadruple from $40 billion this year to $133 billion by 2025, companies like Toko Crypto are tapping on the market. A leading cryptocurrency exchange in Southeast Asia, Toko Crypto is the first in Indonesia to be registered as a government-approved platform for the trading of cryptocurrency assets. This eliminates legal concerns for traders on Toko Crypto, allowing them to buy and sell cryptocurrency assets like Bitcoin and Ethereum on the platform with more confidence. Pang Shui Kai is a governing council member in the Singapore Chamber of Commerce Indonesia and is the co-founder and CEO of Toko Crypto. First up, congratulations on becoming the first in Indonesia to be registered as a government-approved platform for the trading of cryptocurrency assets. I wonder if we can start with you sharing with us the process of getting government approval. What was involved there? So at the early stage, when we first entered into Indonesia, there was no regulations in place as of yet for cryptocurrencies, trading of cryptocurrencies. So as part of Togo Crypto, we had to do a lot of lobbying with the regulators in terms of having lots of uh, focus group discussions to decide on what would be inside the regulations that would be coming up from the regulators. We were mostly in talks with the regulatory body for commodities and derivatives trading in Indonesia, Babepti. And part of the process for us getting our license after they released the regulations was us getting our ISO 27001 certification, which is for the information security of our customers. We also had to establish a disaster recovery center in Indonesia, that being a requirement from the regulators. We had to segregate the funds between our own assets as well as the funds between our customers. And we had to do daily reporting, so of our daily transactions, money transactions, all, all, all of which we report to Babepti on a daily and monthly basis. Not only that, we do things like monitoring of crypto transactions in and out of the exchange, and we report all this to the regulators on a daily basis. What is Toko Crypto doing to maintain its first mover advantage and market power because you are the first government-approved cryptocurrency exchange platform in Indonesia? So firstly, we do continue working very closely with Babepti as being the first and the only one that got the approval from them. We are always looking towards how we can work more closely with Babepti in fostering greater confidence in this industry. Things like organizing seminars, conferences, educational workshops, having our headline event like Inblocks 2019, which was hosted in Indonesia together with Babepti back in November. We also participate actively in contributing ideas in the policy making with the regulators. We are very involved in focus group discussions which Babepti organizes in deciding licensing requirements, in deciding certain regulatory aspects which they are looking to regulate. We are also focused constantly on developing and launching new products to cater to more people in Indonesia. Things like our trading platform, we are always looking to see how we can optimize our mobile application, which is the primary means of our customers in Indonesia trading in Indonesia. So that's one thing that we always strive to optimize by improving the user experience, the user interface, so that people can you know, use it with much ease, with confidence, and basically increase the trading volume. 
We also have rolled out services which are unique to Togo Crypto. We have a private VIP trading service. Think of it like a private banking service whereby we cater for bigger clients who are, you know, maybe they're too busy to monitor the trades or they have like big trades they want, they, they want to place and they don't want to go through the exchange. All of which, all these services require stringent know your customers, KYC and any anti-money laundering checks which we enforce on these big clients. Basically, they will be able to, you know, request for live quotes through our established communication channels and you know once the trade is confirmed we'll fix the rate for them and they'll be given 24 hours for settlement we are also looking to offer new products like derivatives trading those are all in our pipeline as our future roadmap to roll out to our potential customers in indonesia as we know that indonesia has a population of 260 million out of which about 70 million is in the range of millennials and with the rising income of Indonesians, we foresee that there will be more and more people who are interested in cryptocurrencies, who are interested in trading and investing. We looked at a report by Google and Temasek that shows Indonesia's digital economy is projected to quadruple from $40 billion in 2019 to $133 billion by 2025. What were some of the main reasons, besides the obvious, that you decided to enter the Indonesian market for? Firstly, one of the main reasons is that there's a high technology penetration rate in Indonesia. Take, for example, e-money services like Ofo, GoPay, the penetration of Instagram, social media in Indonesia. There's a very high technology penetration rate and that is something that we see as a potential market for us. Secondly, Indonesia is a huge market. As I said, 260 million makes it the fourth largest population in the world. Also, to add on to that, Indonesia has an economy which has been steadily growing in the past couple of years, 5% annually, and is amongst the highest GDP in ASEAN, and every year the GDP is growing per capita. What is the landscape for crypto usage and trading in Indonesia right now? Give us a sense of it. In Indonesia, it's quite unique. Unlike the other countries where we mostly read about for uh, in terms of trading and in terms of where cryptocurrency is mainly focused yet in. Indonesia is still in the very early stages, but I can say that it's definitely picking up. There was a mention by Park President Jokowi that the youths have to pick up trending technologies with blockchain being one of them. There's definitely increasing interest from existing enterprises in Indonesia. We have management team from uh, existing large enterprises approaching us for us to conduct seminars, for us to conduct sessions with their top executives on educating what you know cryptocurrency is, what they're, they're more interested in what blockchain technology is and what it can be used essentially to help streamline their existing processes and protocols. Also, unlike other countries, the regulators, namely Babepti, has given the green light for crypto to be traded as commodities. That gives much confidence and much uh, trust to the people to actually start you know, trading cryptocurrencies in Indonesia. However, one of the things in Indonesia is that you know, cryptocurrency right now still cannot be used as a currency. However, trading it as a commodity, it's still allowed and legal in Indonesia. Based on your experiences, what have been some of the challenges or difficulties that you face when doing business and uh, brokering business between Singapore and Indonesia? 
I mean, first, it's the language barrier. Being a Singaporean going to Indonesia, I had to go through the entire course of uh, picking up Bahasa Indonesia, of which, I mean, it's a very interesting language to learn, of which, I mean, I'm quite happy to say that I picked up at least, you know, quite a bit to get me around Indonesia. It's very important because in Indonesia, Park President Jokowi has regulated that, you know, Bahasa Indonesia to be the main language that's used in all government uh, meetings or when you're speaking with a government regulator. I mean, that's the first one. Secondly is a different business culture between Indonesia and Singapore. Having been born and raised in Singapore, you can see a very different way of doing business between Singapore and Indonesia. I mean, in Singapore, we're all accustomed to rules and regulations, while in Indonesia, things are a bit more fluid and, you know, everything is not really based on... uh, what, what you see basically is not what you get in Indonesia. What are some issues that you think remains unsolved when we talk about security or financial risks in the cryptocurrency space? In terms of security risks, I mean, all of us should be pretty aware of the latest cryptocurrency hack that occurred on a big major Korean cryptocurrency exchange, right? I mean... That ultimately is still a security risk that needs to be addressed and needs to be solved. But processes need to be developed, protocols need to be established in order to minimize and mitigate all this risk that's actually happening to the cryptocurrency exchanges. In terms of financial risk, I think so far in Indonesia, we have been partnering up with the regulators quite a bit in order to discuss more on what policies should be in, in order to mitigate and minimize financial risk. Things like segregation of funds, segregation of customers' money between the company and the customers. Things like monitoring of uh, financial transactions on the exchange and reporting it to the regulatory body. Those things that we are constantly working together with the government to establish uh, protocols and processes which will definitely pave the way for lower risk in, in financial. What are your expansion plans? Which countries or which regions do you have your eyes set on? So right now, Togo Crypto, we are definitely mainly focused in Indonesia. Indonesia has 17,000 islands, which essentially makes it a decentralized country, right? And we are definitely more focused in Indonesia, looking to expand into the major cities in Indonesia, cities like Medan, Surabaya. Right now, Togo Crypto, we have offices in Jakarta, Bandung, and Jakarta. But we also identified that there are many more cities that we want to go into to establish our presence and basically to build a bigger market share. Let's talk about you now. You first got exposed to crypto assets and blockchain technology back in 2016. I understand it's a big passion of yours. The technology involved in this space as well, something that you're keenly involved in. So how did your passion for cryptocurrency become a business? Take us on your entrepreneurial journey. So back in uh, early 2016, one of my close friends is actually a pioneer in the cryptocurrency space. So he was the one that really introduced to me this whole blockchain technology. He first showed to me what Ethereum was able to do, essentially the what smart contracts was able to do. And and from then on, it, he really got, got me hooked into the technology and the efficiencies that it will be able to bring. 
for me, my entrepreneurial journey, well, during my time in uh, university, I did manage to start kind of like an online FNB steamboat business. It was before the time of Food Panda, uh, Gojang, you know, GrabFood. It was a nice and interesting stint, but sadly I had to stop it because I had to fulfill my scholarship bonds. After which, after I had finished my scholarship, my close friend then again approached me to say, hey, we have this interesting opportunity in Indonesia. We have the contacts, we have the networks, and the market essentially is huge in Indonesia. Um, so he contacted me and asked me whether I'll be interested to move to Indonesia to set up Toko Crypto and to help build it, build the team, establish the connection with the regulators. And, you know, I jumped on the opportunity and uh, in 2018, I moved to Jakarta. And yeah, since then, we have built Toko Crypto to what it is right now, being the first and only so far cryptocurrency in exchange in Indonesia, which has gotten the registration to Babepti. And finally, what advice do you have for aspiring entrepreneurs who want to kickstart their entrepreneurial journey? So one thing that I really like to share with aspiring entrepreneurs is that, you know, sometimes when you have an idea and you think that idea is like the perfect solution for your targeted market group, sometimes you might realize that it's not exactly a perfect market fit, right? That is something that we experienced when we wanted to establish Togo Crypto in Indonesia. We thought that, hey, cryptocurrency is something that, you know, people would automatically jump on and, you know, want to ride the wave of this new technological revolution. But after going to Indonesia, we realized that although the technology penetration is very high in Indonesia, they might not be as tech-savvy as people like Singaporeans or, or Koreans. They do have other fundamental needs that they would like to address too. So we acknowledged that we had a product that we think is good, but we had to go about it at a different angle to see how we can you know, educate the people on what cryptocurrency is, educate the people on what cryptocurrency and blockchain technology can bring towards them, can help uh, them in their daily lives, can help them in their the efficiencies of their daily life. So um, we had to go about doing that, establishing a cryptocurrency ecosystem in order to you know, push and motivate more people to be interested in this space because they did not automatically jump on this whole idea of trading in cryptocurrencies from non-start. We had to go about doing that first before you know, more and more people started coming on board. Also, in doing so, by us establishing the ecosystem, we also proved to the regulators that we were beyond just wanting to come in to establish a trading company. We wanted to actually you know, help boost this entire educational system of uh, Indonesia by helping to you know, showcase what blockchain technology is and help promote this technology to the people so that you know Indonesians can learn from it and apply it in their day-to-day lives. So that's something that actually brought us a step closer towards uh, us getting our uh, registration from Babapti. Finding out more about Toko Crypto, a leading cryptocurrency exchange in Southeast Asia and also the first in Indonesia to be registered as a government-approved platform for the trading of cryptocurrency assets with my guest today, Pang Shui Kai, Governing Council Member at the Singapore Chamber of Commerce Indonesia and co-founder and CEO of Toko Crypto. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.